0: Hello, everyone. This is Alexis Brooks from Higher Journeys Radio, and I thank you for tuning in to what I call my little post script uh, that I do occasionally called Conscious Commentary after the show. I hope you've had a chance to tune in to my uh, brand new episode with uh, ET contact researcher Mary Rodwell. I call her ET contact researcher, but you know, she is so much more. We know that. We have these labels (laughs) that we tend to uh, align with different individuals based on the work that they do. And of course, this is inclusive of what she does, but I think it's so much more. I mean, this is somebody who clearly has um, a sense of compassion, empathy, um, and an urgency, a sense of urgency to connect with what may be, well, certainly for her, thousands of individuals, well over 3,000, maybe even approaching 4,000 at this point that reach out to her from all over the world who have nowhere else to go. These are very real experiences, apparently. Um, I, I suppose, you know, in a society in which we live where proof reigns supreme, um, you could always argue that still there, there's there been no proof and yet I tend to I tend to like to put less urgency on the need for proof um, and more more on more emphasis, I should say, on the need for uh, putting an ear forward and listening, just listening with an open mind. Uh, this uh, all of this is it's for anyone who's willing to listen, but particularly for those who are having Experiences that they absolutely cannot quantify. They're coming out of nowhere. They have no bucket to put them in, aren't able to talk about them. This show is for you. Mary's, uh, the interviews that we've done with her, this is our third, as well as uh, commentary and, and articles that we've posted on higherjourneys.com. I, I, I find uh, not only this broad subject fascinating, but somehow incredibly important. You know, I. As I go about my uh, day-to-day life, I'm fortunate enough where I meet some extraordinary people. But within the extraordinary, I meet individuals that you would call lay people, people that are not necessarily in this field, but have stories to share. Many of them resembling, uh, at some level, what you've heard come from Mary. Some of them are children. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you a little story over the summer, this past summer, uh, about a year ago almost now. I was at a a family friend's uh, barbecue, I think it was a graduation party um, for a dear friend's daughter. And uh, a couple of the guests there, there was a a parents there and a little girl who I would say was mm, no more than six or seven years old, very talkative, very outgoing. Uh, One thing led to another, I was talking to her parents. and, And you know, the typical, what do you do? And what do you do? And Uh, Of course, my answer to them took them a little aback when I, uh, not that the fact that I'm a journalist, but when they discovered what area that I I focus on within journalism, um, not only were they taken aback, they were quite excited. One thing, again, led to another and we started talking about some of the real niche areas that I that I have covered, including what we call the E.T. uh, UFO phenomenon. And uh, before I could get the entire sentence out of my mouth, I think it was the father first that that pointed out his daughter in the backyard. It was a backyard barbecue. and said, my daughter has been coming to my wife and I for probably a year or two now talking about these visits that she's getting. And she's described them as, and I, I can't quote specifically, uh, I'll paraphrase. She describes them as um, beings that are not from here. And he went into a little bit more detail. And of course, my eyes lit up and I asked him very politely, do you think she'd be willing to talk to me? And he said, well, well, sure, I think I think she would. I think she would appreciate that. Well, long story short, uh, I did. And uh, I had her go into some detail without pushing too much. We're talking about a little girl here, just like really some of the individuals, some of the little children that Mary are talking to getting these amazing uh, testimonies or stories. Um, yes, there are some of you that are going to be still tempted to say a, a child's wild imagination, perhaps in some cases. But I, as with Mary, I am finding that the correlations are just too strong to ignore. There is something going on here. Well, anyway, this little girl was again, very, she was frightened when she was telling me about the experience. And and I wish I could think of more of the details to share with you today. Unfortunately, I I can't off the top of my head, I just recall her being adamant about uh, describing these uh, multiple visits in her bedroom, um, looking out of her window and seeing uh, certain, I guess you would call them craft that would resemble what we call, quote unquote, a UFO. Lots of commonalities in what she was talking about with some of the children that Mary has has interviewed have talked about. This little girl, as she felt more comfortable in talking to me, I noticed got very, um, almost agitated and concerned. Her, Her face started to, you know, the corners of her mouth started to go down as if she was going to cry. And at that point, I wanted to stop her because I didn't want to get her too emotional. But clearly, something was... Uh, making her emotional, um, it's almost as if she was reliving the experience. And, and I said, "That's an, I, I don't need you to go any further. I thank you for sharing with me." But she was so excited that somebody wanted to hear her story beside her parents. And I'm happy to say that her parents uh, have listened intently. According to them, that they, they've taken her very seriously. Although I don't know that they've looked into it any further. To what extent they could, I don't know. But I remember the little girl running over to her mother. Um, and saying, Mom, there's somebody that was interested in hearing about the the, the spaceman, let's just say, you know, in childlike language. And uh, then the mother came over and thanked me profusely for taking the time to talk to this little girl. Uh, so that's just one little uh, slight digression on the subject of uh, a multiple amount of individuals having extraordinary experiences that regardless of how many uh are being reported are still not getting the attention that they deserve. I got very emotional at one point during my my talk with Mary. Um, um, some of the things that she had been relaying to to you, the audience about uh, what these children, primarily children, not exclusively, of course, uh, have said, and I had to pause. And, and really, it just hit me very hard that Whatever the catalyst will be there, hopefully will come a time when we'll take a step back from uh, what we call normal reality and consider that there are, as I've said, a multiplicity of angles to reality that although have been uh, stigmatized in the media or the, the, the giggle factor has been in play there's going to come a time when we're going to have to pay attention, particularly when it comes to our children. Um, one thing that has struck me uh, very heavily is the fact that Mary has, Mary and I have shared many conversations at this point, offline off air. Um, the, the children particularly who are so mortified about, not about the experience themselves, themselves, but What would happen should they let their friends know, their parents in some cases? I think a lot of the parents, fortunately, that Mary has dealt with have been quite uh, accommodating and listening to the children. But there are those, I I think I remember her saying once on another interview that the the child somehow found her way, or the parents, of course, to Mary, and the child had occasion to speak with Mary. And he alluded to the fact that before he knew of Mary, he thought he was going crazy and wanted to know why something was wrong with him. Some of these individuals, and I I, I can't say how often this happens, um, have come close to doing bad things to themselves, because I'm talking about taking their own lives in some cases. I have heard of this on occasion because they are so, frankly, um, dumbfounded by, again, maybe the experience itself, but also by the way they've been vilified should they talk about it. That they want to just take themselves out. And, and that to me is when we have crossed the line between the novelty of it, the curiosity of it, and the urgency of talking about these things with a sense of um, importance and seriousness. Something is happening here. We don't, we may never know the entire story, but there are interactions going on that are apparently are taking place. All the time, and I always think to myself: for all who have had the courage to come forward to speak, to, whether it's to myself, to Mary, to to others doing work in this this extraordinary field, think of the amount of individuals who have not, for fear of um, blowback. I'm sure there are a lot of them. Fortunately, we spent a great deal of time talking about um, th- this new human. Many of them still in uh, kid form. <laughs> Many of them not adults yet, and why they are here—not uh, just to 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 show themselves for the sake of you know, we're the new the new uh, dimension to human, but to help others who are already here that may or may not be exhibiting these qualities to simply evolve. This has been talked about before, and I know that there's some people that will say uh, that's not the case. They may may have other agendas or there may be other reasons. Why do we always assume that they're here to help us? No one's going to save us. No one's going to help us. I don't think that's what Mary's saying, and I don't think that's what the children are saying. I think what they're saying is that it's time uh, in order for, if humanity is going to shift in its thinking, its behavior, shift the paradigm, they need to see with with their own Uh, Senses, uh, what that would look like. And these new humans, as we've uh, dubbed them in some cases, uh, obviously have characteristics that uh, can't go unnoticed. We talked about psychic abilities, various psychic abilities that they've demonstrated. I've heard cases of children who uh, actively use what we call telekinesis or uh, psychokinesis. uh, uh, I think I'm saying that right. Telekinesis. Um, particularly things like that telepathy in fact we talked about that um in 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 a great deal of uh, detail these are things that are a part of the makeup of these uh, extraordinary individuals the other part uh May, we, could, we touched on many different aspects uh, of qualities, characteristics, experiences of these children and those who have witnessed them. Uh, one uh, that I still find absolutely fascinating, and that's what uh, my colleague and friend, uh, uh, PMH Atwater, calls night school uh, and what Mary has referred to as space school. The uh, These are, I guess you would consider them off planet or certainly out of the third dimensional framework, learning environments in which these children are taken uh, to, to learn these things like telekinesis and, and develop uh, multi dimensional abilities. Uh, Still, uh, a story that's left an indelible mark in my mind. And that's the story that PMH told us uh, about a year or so ago about the two little boys that she happened to witness firsthand, who met in a mall, one uh, family with the little boy, Um, were visiting from not from the area at all where the other family were uh, they were uh, from the area and the two kids saw each other immediately ran toward each other embraced each other and started talking about being in night school the night before PMH and the two sets of parents were simply (laughs) they just didn't know what to do I asked PMH I said well what did the parents say they just she said they just had to let the little boys talk. They just, there was nothing to say. Um, I've heard of this before. You know, there is something going on outside of uh, the reality that we think we know so darn so darn well. <laughs> um, I don't think we do at all, frankly. I think we're missing perhaps 70 or 80% of the story. The story continues, doesn't it? And the mystery continues and hopefully some answers to the mystery. But if there's one thing I'd like to leave you with uh, before we close out this conscious commentary after the show, it's this. Please, I implore you, before you are so quick to dismiss, so quick to say, can't be, just listen. Don't speak, just listen. Listen to these children. Listen to perhaps a family member that might have something to share with you. Don't listen for the purpose of judging. Just listen and sit with it. Maybe you'll even realize or remember that you once had an experience that you just decided to put in the back of your mind because you didn't want to deal with it. Let's take one at least baby step forward toward making this part of our experience or this part of the human experience a very important one. Let's place some priority on it. I really think it would behoove us to do so. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining me, as always, for Higher Journeys Radio for my occasional conscious commentary after the show. And hey, a little plug, got to give a little plug, We'll be heading out to the Conscious Life Expo once again in Los Angeles, California. February 19th through the 21st. I will be with a whole slew of folks that I just love. Many of them have been on the show. We're talking about Rosemary Ellen Guiley and Sean Stone. And I'm really excited. I just talked to both uh, Sean and Rosemary uh, a short while ago, and we're going to be doing a little follow up, maybe even on camera uh, on our last interview together, which we covered the shadow person phenomenon, heavy stuff. And there was some really, if you listen to the show, some really sort of odd and, um, adventurous characteristics to this interview uh anyway so we're going to be uh together again out there i'll be interviewing linda moulton Howe. i'm so excited about that interview that's going to be fantastic she is a lovely person we've emailed uh, probably eight nine ten times at this point so uh we'll be doing a wonderful uh what i i'm sure will be a wonderful show with her uh barbara lamb i will be uh interviewing her on location at her home So we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. I hope everyone continues to tune in. Again, higherjourneys.com forward slash HJ radio. Thanks everyone. Love to you all and take care.